Hey guys, welcome back to TK Sports. Got another appearance from JT. Back to back videos. Let's go. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're going to do some more NFL talk. We just got done with the March Madness video. If you haven't seen that video, check it out because we had some good debate, good talk, uh, good topics. So check that out if you haven't seen it. Uh, we'll leave a link to JT's YouTube channel. He does have one. Leave it in the description, like we said in the first video. So check that out as well. Subscribe to his, subscribe to us, of course. So, um, But yeah, we're going we're gonna to preview an NFL mock draft that. Looks like Bucky Brooks, Charles Davis, and Chad Reuter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Chad, Chad Reuter. So uh, those are the three, three drafts we're going to be kind of analyzing, looking at. We're also got some other questions that we got. So, uh, But I think we'll just take a look at one of them and see what yeah. we like, what we don't like. I think it's officially one month from today, too. So The draft? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, that's cool. <laughs> so, uh, but there's some big news that came out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, on one defensive tackle, uh, Nadama Kung Su signed with the Los Angeles Rams on a one-year, $14 million deal. Uh, I can already imagine the headaches that's giving the rest of the teams in the NFC West of Seattle, San Francisco, and... Um, or my Saints. You know, or your Saints, or the Cardinals, so sorry. Um, <clears throat> so how does this impact the Rams? Obviously, it's on a good aspect of them because uh, two of the best D-tackles in yeah. the game, arguably, yeah. on the same team. So what do you guys think about that? Um, well, obviously, I think it's a great pickup for the Rams. Yeah. Um, I think the one thing that we do have to keep in mind, though, I think, uh, I think he's 31 now could be wrong he may be 30 but I mean he is getting up there in age granted it is a one-year deal I think the Rams realize that and he's still playing at a, at a Pro Bowl level um, but I mean you never know the client can come at a random time um, but I, I I just think it's gonna help him more than it's gonna hurt them obviously I mean when you have Aaron Donald on that side who I still think is better than Sue mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah I think having Sue there is just gonna free Aaron Donald up from any possible double teams which is gonna be huge for more, more of Aaron Donald. He's going to have probably equivalent, if not better, of a year this year than he did last year. Yeah. What do you think, JT? Yeah, I think it was a great pickup. They're, they obviously have the best interior now in the in the league, and uh, they're just they look scary now. Uh, and one thing I didn't really think about until just now is that the NFC West doesn't have a great offensive lines. I mean, mm-hmm. Seattle's always oh, historically Seattle's. had a bad offensive line. Arizona, they're struggling. They got a new quarterback. They're trying to get a new quarterback. Drew Stanton just signed with the Browns, actually. So that's other yeah, news. That, I heard straight. Sam Bradford's already in hospital. <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke, right? I hope. Yeah, joke. <laughs> <laughs> right. I hope so. Uh, but yeah, Cardinals have a struggling offensive line. San Francisco, they're looking to upgrade their offensive line in this draft. So, uh, but yeah, it's just kind of a thing I never even thought about. So that's. That's wrecking havoc on the mm, NFC yeah. West, and I'm sure Aaron Donald thought about that. Yeah. Um, but or not Aaron Donald, Duncan Suit. Yeah. I've already got the two mixed up. Sure, they both thought about that. They both, they both <laughs> said, "Let's let's let's eat." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that was big news. I wasn't expecting. Well, it kind of was, but just to put the two together is just kind of mind blowing. Yeah. Poor <clears> Russell <throat> Wilson and and Jimmy Garoppolo, Garoppolo and, and Bradford. <laughs> Bradford. More more Bradford because Brad Bradford's not mobile. Yeah. <laughs> Russell Wilson and Garoppolo can move. Bradford's just more durable. <laughs> he's a stick. He can't move. Um, but yeah, more durable. <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, that's bad news for the NFC West if you're not a Rams fan. But uh, Jared Goff saying thank you so much. Uh, but yeah, so enough of the Dominican Sue talk. That was just that's big news that came out today. So might as well start with that. But we're gonna talk about uh, who do you think won the free agency period after this news. What do you think? Uh, I think it's definitely the Rams. They they got the two cornerbacks. Um, they they got Sue. They just made and they're all like all their pickups were great players. So I think mm-hmm. and they they they're stacking up on their defense. Their offense is still good with Gurley and 
Man, I can't imagine what they're going to do next season. Yeah. Yeah, I, I would agree the Rams. Um, I mean, they, they've made so many defensive pickups that – I mean, like, their team last year was a team that played well defensively already. So, like, when you're adding these big names on top of a team that already played well defensively, like, you can honestly only get better. Um, and when you can, you know, combine that with the fact that Goff broke out of, you know, his, his bust status um, coming off his rookie year, um, Gurley coming back from, again, his bust status, I mean – with that offense and a healthy Cooper Cup and a healthy, you know, Robert Woods, I mean, they're, they're going to be a tough team to beat. I think it's also addition by, subtra- sub- by subtraction. Uh, Sammy Watkins, I've never – I mean, I liked him coming out of Clemson. Oh, yeah. I thought he was going to be a stud. I wanted him over yeah. Khalil Mack as a Raider fan, actually, yeah. which is kind of puzzling because now I see Khalil Mack. It's like, thank goodness we didn't get <laughs> Sammy Watkins. But I, I've fallen off on the Sammy Watkins thing. I don't think he's that great. He's the newest chief, yeah. which I'm kind of like – it's it's a good pickup for Kansas City because yeah. they got some more speed with Tyree Kill, Cream Hunt, and you know those they weapons they have. Chris Conley, they for Mahomes. yeah, Mahomes is gonna need it. So, uh, but I think it's a little addition by subtraction. Yeah, I think now they can go get a guy in the draft, uh, maybe a Cortland Sutton uh, or Christian Kirk for this draft for uh, the yeah. Rams. So I think they can get a receiver in this draft that kind of opens it up for them. And Goff has a new toy, maybe. So. Mm-hmm. I know Odell Beckham's on the market, apparently. Mm-hmm. Or at least yeah, a maybe. Rumor. It's a maybe. So that'd be interesting. Maybe you go to Cleveland. But uh, best offseason or best free agency period, I think, I think has to go to L.A. But I also want to give a quick shout-out to Cleveland. Oh, yeah. So yeah. they aren't just the Browns, you know. They're, they aren't just stuck in the mud waiting for the draft, draft a quarterback, and mm-hmm. we're back at square one. Yeah. No, they actually got on, went out and got some talent. They have two top five picks in this draft, including the number one overall pick. Mm-hmm. That's huge. So I think they've set themselves set themselves up nicely, which they've kind of been preparing for in the past couple of seasons. They've been just yeah. trading down, trading down and each I mean, draft. Like like you were saying earlier, you know, OBJ's on the market. You already got Landry, and they still have a bunch of cap space. To Former spend. LSU teammates too. Yeah, yeah. he, tweeted, he tweeted at them. Yeah, they did. So. And they have picks to trade. It would not shock me if they got rid of maybe their fourth rounder or their, not the fourth, their fourth rounder, fourth their fourth overall. Yeah, I would say maybe their first, but I think they're. They're going to get probably Darnold, in my opinion. It but. would shock me if they give up the fourth overall just because I already feel like the Giants are tired of Odell Beckham. I don't think yeah. you need to give up a fourth overall. Yeah. Maybe you just give up a second and a third and you get Odell. Yeah. You know, I don't think you even need to give up your two top five picks. Yeah, and they'll, they'll have the money to be able to pay him. Yeah, definitely. So yeah. I think that would be interesting if they went out and got him. But they still have Josh Gordon. I mean, he was yeah. effective at the end of the year. We know he hasn't played in a couple seasons except for the end of the year last year. So... But that's interesting. I think Cleveland had a good offseason, but I think the Rams definitely won it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. Marcus Peters and Akeem Tlaib, two top-tier corners. No Marcus debate. Marcus Joyner, too. They traded Alec Ogletree, but they can also go out in the draft and get an, uh, like a Rashawn Evans in this draft. Yeah. So I don't see why not they could do that. So, uh, But Adamakung Sue is a huge pickup, like we just talked about. Um, but pretty entertaining free agency, I think. I know yeah. we talked about it in the last video about the free agency, but it's been entertaining. It's been fun to watch, or fun to keep track of, not watch, mm-hmm. but yeah, keep track of. So... We are talking about the draft, so who do you guys think is the best player in this draft available? Not necessarily by position, but just overall player. Overall, I think it's got to be Saquon Barkley. He makes mm-hmm. the biggest impact. He, I feel like, like he does everything. He, he can run. He, he can truck. He can, he can outrun anyone. He is. He can. He's elusive. He can juke. Uh, he, he can also uh, catch the ball to the backfield. And he's, like his stature too. He's like perfect running back. Yeah. He's lower half is heavy. He's he's gonna make an impact right away. What do you think, Tyler? Yeah, I I don't think anybody's really able to disagree with Saquon yeah. not being the most talented. I know I look a little biased in the Penn State right now. <laughs> that was completely accidental. Um, 
But I, I'd agree. I mean, what blows me away is just like how I know combine doesn't the, the NFL combine doesn't really do much, um, and, and a lot of people believe that the combine doesn't do much in people's draft. Um, you know where they're going to end up and stuff like that. But like Saquon, like really solidified himself as either the one or the two. I think through the combine. I mean, when he put up that vertical, that was pretty much the same as Julio Jones. I mean, I don't know if there's any other running backs that can do that. I mean, like a four 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 flat forty two. I mean, like this guy is on a different level. Like he's a freak. He's he's like like talent wise, he's a little step above Zeke. And we all know the impact that Zeke had on the four and twelve <coughs> Cowboys, making them a playoff team. I think they went eleven and five the year after. Mm-hmm. I mean. It's just, it yeah. just blows my mind. Yeah. I think it's hard for me to compare him to any current running back because I was I listened to Marcus Allen a couple of years ago. It was like a Super Bowl week or something. And he's one of my favorite running backs of all time. Obviously, he's a longtime Raiders and the L.A. Raiders for his whole pretty much, pretty much his whole career until he went to the Chiefs, which I don't want to talk about. But <laughs> anyway, he made a statement saying that taller quarterbacks have a tougher time hiding behind the line of scrimmage because they're like 6'2", 6'3". Well... But taller, taller running backs like um, Le'Veon Bell, they have better patience because then they can read the holes, mm-hmm. pick where they want to go. Mm-hmm. Where Zeke Elliott, he's a small stature, like a 5'9", five, 5'10", five, 5'11", running back. Mm-hmm. Kind of like Saquon, they can hide behind the line of scrimmage and just bounce off guys and you know mm-hmm. go through the middle. But Saquon, he's not like any of that. Yeah, He has the patience like a 6'3", 6'2", running back. He has the ability to hide behind the line of scrimmage like Zeke. So that's what makes him so special is I've never seen a running back who has both. And he can block, mm-hmm. and he can catch out of the backfield. Yeah, I think that's he what, literally can do it all. Yeah, I think that's what sets him back too, or not sets him back. Sorry, sets him forward um, in this in this uh, you know topic. I guess you could say is the fact that he can catch passes. I mean, you look at the the top running backs in the NFL. Like majority of those, if you if you had a list of the top ten running backs, I would say at least nine of those ten caught at least fifty passes last year. Like getting a running back involved in the passing game is. Essential well, in an NFL offense, it seems like. I know one offense that used the running back more than anyone in the passing game is Cam Newton, the Carolina Panthers. Every play, it seemed yeah. like they were going to Christian McCaffrey. I mean, every play. I mean, it's not like that's a bad thing. He's, yeah. he's well, elusive. Mc- McCaffrey was targeted more than any other. Um, I'm not surprised. Yeah, see, targeted more than any other running back, <clears throat> if I remember right. I don't remember the exact numbers. I'll, I'll figure this out. One reason I kind of know that, too, is because I won in fantasy and I had him on my fantasy team. Yeah, he, he was, was really targeted good. more um, out of the backfield than any other running back. But he ended up, I think, with around like 70, 60 or 70 receptions, which is a little bit lower, you know, when you consider, I think, Le Bell had like, yeah. like 90s, maybe 100. I think like Le'Veon has wrong. more impactful receiving yards than yeah. McCaffrey, yeah. just because you, you have an Antonio Brown, you have like Tuju Smith, and then, you know, Bryant, or all those, all those weapons they have there yeah. on the Steelers. Or McCaffrey, they don't really have as many weapons. I mean, they traded Kelvin Benjamin in the middle of the year to yeah. uh, Devin Funches. To the Rams, and right? Greg Olson, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's the Bills. Bills. I think it's also crazy too, because like uh, this class, in my opinion, I, this running back class is is like pretty unique, and like he's just on a whole new like yeah. level compared to who's the second running back. I forget Darius Squeeze. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forget who is the um, last last number one overall running back to get picked. I can't remember the name, but um, but it's been a long time, mm-hmm. and it doesn't happen very often. I mean, first top ten. Not lottery picks, but I'm thinking of basketball. But top ten picks don't usually go to running backs. Yeah. You know, they usually go to a quarterback or offensive line or maybe a mm-hmm. DB, mm-hmm. defensive lineman. So uh, to see a running back 
And in this draft class where there's so many running backs, yeah. for him I to be that far and ahead of all those other running backs, yeah. it just it shows how good he yeah. really is. So I don't think there's any debate. He's, not, he's the best player in this draft. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was a big trade that happened between the Jets and the Colts. Oh, we're seeing it right now. The Colts were the third overall pick, and the Jets were the sixth. Yeah. They, sw- they swap picks, and the Colts get an abundance of more picks, like yeah. second, third, and I think a future 2019 second overall pick or something like that. Or not a second round pick. Yeah. Uh, but who do you think won that trade? I know the Jets move up, but it seems like yeah. the Colts just move back a few spots and get a lot more. Yeah. Who do you think won mm-hmm. that trade? I think the Colts won that. They get more picks, and essentially the Jets are just trying to trade up to get a quarterback, it looks like. And I honestly don't think this quarterback draft class is is what it's hyped up to be. I mean, like there's a there's a couple of maybe good ones, but I don't think they're going to be like legit like superstars. Yeah, it's. I think this draft class for quarterbacks is better than last year. But I don't think it's that much better. I think there's yeah. more. <laughs> but uh, what do you think, Tyler? Who do you think won that trade? Yeah, I, I think uh, the, the Colts won that trade, obviously. Um, also, um, I, I think everybody knows that the Jets did that because they want to get a quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, but you look at the Colts' perspective, like I've looked at a lot of mock drafts, and like the overwhelming majority have them going uh, Bradley Chubb. And, like, they're still probably going to get him at six. So yeah. they're probably still going to get their guy. Yeah. Plus, I think they're getting a second and, like, a fourth. And I think, like, a next year second. I could be wrong on that. But, like, they're probably still going to get the guy they wanted. And now they're going to get an extra, mm-hmm. you know, abundance of picks. Mm-hmm. And, like, to say that they're, they're – there's no way that you can say they lost that trade. When yeah. they're still going to get the guy they wanted yeah. and they're going to get more on top of that. Yeah. This trade reminds me a lot of last year, the in-draft trade I remember watching – the Bears and Niners, I think the Niners are the number two overall pick and the Bears are number three. Yeah. And the Bears were so afraid that John Lynch, the new GM of the San Francisco 49ers, was going to draft Mitchell Trubisky that he traded to the number two pick and gave him a bunch of extra picks. Yeah. And in the 49ers, John Lynch said, we want Solomon Thomas the whole time. Mm-hmm. And so what do they do? They, they just let him go two overall. They get the quarterback that they weren't even interested in, mm-hmm. and they still get Solomon Thomas. So it just seems like when guys – or when teams – not guys. When teams get more picks – and they get more value, and they still able to get their guy, which it looks like they probably will get Bradley Chubb, it's a win-win. Yeah. So I don't think there's any debate that Colts won this trade. But uh, uh, who, who you guys – I mean, we talked about who's the best player in the draft, but that, that, all the time doesn't necessarily mean they're going, they're going to go to number one. Who do you think is going to go number one in this draft? I'll take this one. Yeah. Uh, Cleveland has the first overall pick. Obviously. Um, they just got Tyrod Taylor yep. um, in free agency. Um. They have a lot of depth at wide receiver. Um, I'd say a receiving core that's better than the majority of NFL teams now. Um, defensively, they still have some pieces. Um, so I know that one of these, if it's not their first pick, um, obviously their first pick is going to be an offensive player. But their second pick is probably going to be defensive. Um, but I think that since they have Tyrod, who's not great, but he's not bad. He's serviceable. I mean, he brought the Bills to the playoffs last year. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're going to go Saquon first. Um, I think you're going to see the running back drafted first in this in this uh, you know draft. Mm-hmm. They they have somewhat of a hole at running back. It's a need of theirs. Um, I know that they just got um, Carlos Hyde. Yeah. Um, him and him and Saquon could complement each other. Yeah. I, I really think they're going to go Saquon. <clears throat> um, I I don't think that Sam Darnold is that much above the other quarterbacks in this draft and if they still need to if they still feel the need to get a quarterback they can still get a decent one who's on about the same level as Sam Darnold at four um 
it's kind of like how I felt with uh, Jared Car, sorry, Jared Goff <laughs> <laughs> and Carson Wentz. Yeah. Um, at the time, I felt like they were on the same level, um, you know, and I felt like it could have gone either way. I, I still feel that same way with this quarterback class. It, they could get someone who's probably on the same level at one and at four. Okay. What do you think, JT? Who do you think is going to number one? Um, initially, like, I didn't think Saquon should have gone should go number one because they got Carlos Hyde. I didn't think it would work out, but I don't think they should get a quarterback now. Not like thinking about it now, I don't think they should get a quarterback. I think I'd I'd take the best overall player, just take him now, and then if not, you can always get rid of Carlos Hyde later on. So I'd I'd definitely go with Saquon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think they should go Saquon, but who I think is going to go number one, I think they're going to still go Sam Darnold. Just because I feel like they're tired of putting these quarterbacks into the fire too early, where they don't have any weapons, they don't have an offensive line, they don't have a running game. So they're going to get Sam Darnold, have him sit a year, maybe come halfway through the season if he's ready, and then let him you know, develop into that, not just rush him into it. Where I can see that happening, and then maybe the Giants still get Josh Rosen, and then the Jets get Josh Allen or you know, whoever else, mm-hmm. or Saquon. I mean, but maybe Saquon falls to four, and they can still get Saquon Barkley, where yeah. Carlos Hyde isn't as great as catching balls out of the, balf- out of the backfield as we mm-hmm. all know Saquon is. Yeah. And I think, I think Carlos Hyde could be a good maybe change of pace back yeah. for Saquon, because Carlos is not as, not as elusive as yeah. you know, Saquon, and he's a little bit bigger. So I think that's a good change of pace back. And I think if the Browns were, were to get Sam Darnold and they still got Saquon Barkley at four, I think right there they already won the draft. Yeah, I don't yeah. think there's anything yeah. about that. So, uh, but I think they will go Sam Darnold. I think they should go Saquon just because I think of how talented he is. But um, Tyrod Taylor, I don't think is an answer for any NFL team. So, yeah. unless you know they run the read option <laughs> like they did in Buffalo, which they were okay with. But <clears throat> so we covered all that. Who's going number one? Jets, Colts. Uh, who's the best QB in this draft? Who you guys think? Hmm. So I think, like, Sam Darnold and uh, Josh Rosen are, like, very similar in comparison. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're, like, they're going to be standout star or whatever. But, I mean, I do think they're good quarterbacks. I am a Baker Mayfield fan. Um, honestly, if I were to, like, I would choose him because I think, I think he's – I think he'll be the best. I, I, I don't think, like – I feel like he's like a Deshaun Watson. Like, they're, they're not runners first. They're not, they're not the best at passing, but they just know how to win. They know how, how to lead a team. And I, and I think – like he's gonna be the best, the best quarterback. Say that about Tim Tebow. Yeah. <laughs> no, but I think Baker is more talented than yeah. Tim Tebow. Obviously, what do you think, Tyler? Yeah, I I actually agree with JT. I would say Baker. Um, I don't think I think the Johnny Menzel comparisons are really hurting him right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, like anytime somebody brings up Baker Mayfield, the first thing that comes to mind is Johnny Menzel. Um, and I, that's I and mean, it's really hurting his draft stock. I mean, like I've seen uh, mock drafts where he doesn't go until the second round. Um. I mean, I think it's a guy that definitely deserves to be a top-five pick, especially what he did in Oklahoma. I mean, he, he does have the height disadvantage, but, I mean, you look at the person who set the template for, you know, the, the height disadvantage, Drew Brees. I mean, look at the career he's had. Look at what Russell Wilson's mm-hmm. doing, you know? I mean, if you if you can play, you can play. And I think Baker has the most talent out of all these quarterbacks. I was just going to bring up the height thing where he's 6'1", and not, you know, yeah. he's listed as 6'1", but we all know guys maybe or the, you know, the listing can be always different than the actual, yeah. actual height. So, uh, for me, I love Baker Mayfield, but scouts and GMs and teams always seem to avoid the shorter quarterback. So, I yeah. think Baker could fall to two or maybe late first. Yeah. Maybe go to a Saints, Tyler. Yeah. I know you're a Saints fan. I would not be mad. Be a backup for Drew Brees and maybe take over. That wouldn't be too bad. So, um, 
But best QB in this draft, I would like to stay away from Sam Darnold just because I know the history of USC quarterbacks, and that always kind of just comes up. And uh, Matt Leinert, sorry, but <laughs> it's happened. Um, but there's Josh Rosen, who I think has got a little of a little bit of a, you know, uh, how do I say this? He's kind of been spoiled throughout his life. He has always been grown grown up in money. Mm-hmm. Maybe isn't as hungry as these other quarterbacks. I, that's the best way I could put it. But he's had some attitude issues in the past. Uh, Josh Allen from Wyoming, I think, yeah. he's got good feet, good talent, good arm. Uh, might also, have the best uh, arm in this draft, to be honest. I also really like uh, Mason Rudolph. Mason Rudolph, yeah, he's he's a, he's a guy that I good. I don't see in a lot of you know first rounds too, and I think I think he's honestly just as talented as a Rosen. We've heard of plenty of quarterbacks falling to the second round, third round, even you know the Maybe Brady's Dak of the world. Prescott, you know, third yeah, round third game. round. So a lot of quarterbacks don't just have to go in the first round to be yeah. successful. Derek Carr, you know, we're both Raider fans. He was drafted thirty sixth overall, second round. Yeah. So there's no reason why a Baker or a Rudolph or a you know, whoever, Josh Allen, and they're to fall. Go to the right team. they got to go to the right situation. Yeah. Yeah. Dak Prescott, who really fell to the perfect spot because yeah. Ezekiel Elliott got him that running game, Great that offensive line, line yeah. and he's got plenty of time to throw the ball. Yeah. Well, no wonder he had the best completion percentage his rookie year because yeah. <laughs> he barely has to throw it and he can throw, you know, little yeah. slants and stuff. So uh, it's not discrediting him. It's just perfect situation. Yeah. Uh, but I think this draft will be interesting to see how it plays out. I'm definitely interested in the top five picks. Does Barkley not get picked one overall? And if so, where does he go? Mm-hmm. I can't imagine Cleveland passing out on him twice yeah. if he's there. So yeah. that'd be interesting. Um, but I think that'll just about do it. It's a good draft mm-hmm. preview. And uh, JT, thanks for joining us again. It was yeah, fun. Thanks for having me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so, uh, but yeah, check out his YouTube channel on our link and uh, follow him on Twitter and Instagram. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram. I know we're always posting updates of when we post videos. The audio from our podcast and our videos is always on our podcast. We'll have separate podcasts, me and Tyler, where we do separate shows, maybe by ourselves or together. So always be on the lookout for that. So we know everyone can't watch videos. It's always too long. You can just check out the audio. So, uh, But that's Tyler. I'm Kobe. JT, little cameo appearance. Thanks for coming again. Yep. Um, so for TK Sports, that'll be it. Thanks, guys.